Good evening, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful day. It is Sunday evening right now, and I often like to end my day sitting in my big front window, looking out、um, at the courtyard of my apartment complex. There are large trees, and the one right in front outside my window is blooming with the white flowers. And it smells so beautiful.、Um, you could probably hear the wind right now rustling through the leaves. And I oftentimes just sit here, just connecting with creation, as I am part of the creation.、Um, when you become in sync with the world around us, and you unplug from man-made electronics and online social media, and just being busy and distracted, and you really just sit and watch nature. And be part of the flowing, harmonious love. It really is inspiring. I just sit here and become one with God and the Holy Spirit, and we spend a lot of time sitting here talking about now, the future, my past. I know today I would like to share with you.、Uh, Many of us, all of us, come from brokenness at some point, and we deal with bad days, bad struggles, emotions that we don't understand. I myself、uh, find that there are days where there are deep down emotions that just are painful, and I don't quite understand them at the time. This morning, I woke up very. Very drained, very empty. I felt very empty, very not my loving self. And I listened to my、uh, church sermon, and I went back to sleep. And I woke up later, still empty, not wanting to get up, just so empty. And in that emptiness, it was because I was turning around and looking at a part of my past that. I didn't need to reflect on it in such a way, and I was letting it put me in bondage. I was allowing it con- to consume and control my mind, to where God couldn't come up and 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 be fed. I was blocking the loving part of me. I was blocking Him by being consumed, by putting my head in bondage, by feeding these negative emotions. And how do I feed it? By laying there and giving in to the tiredness, by laying there and allowing myself to be consumed into these thoughts, and making the excuses that I just can't do it today. And at some point, I said, "God, I just can't do this alone. I need you to come and help me get out of this. I, I shouldn't be stuck in this, but I can't get myself unstuck." Please help me. And God wrapped His loving arms around me, and He brought some peace. And He told me to get up and start moving. And I said, "I just can't." And He goes, "Do it for me." And I did, because my love for God is so deep、um, and so intimate. I would do anything for him.、Uh, if my death served a greater purpose, 
I have accepted that and I, I'm not scared. I would be more scared to lose the love of God by turning my back on him than I would ever by death in the name of God. So when he asked me that, against everything in me screaming, just go back to sleep, I stood up, I brushed my teeth, I made a cup of tea, and I started doing homework, and I started going on with my day. Now see, I still had those nagging emotions of deep emptiness, and I understood they were coming from because I was reflecting on a part of my past that I just needed to let go, but there was still a little bit that I was hanging on to faith in God, that God was gonna do something about this, but I was hanging on to it in a wrong way. And moving forward and getting my homework done and just allowing the emotions to be eventually at some point I, I was journaling to God and this is where my deepest emotions will come out to him because oftentimes his Holy Spirit will work through me while I'm writing and the deep deepest truth of what is boggling me comes out in my journaling and eventually came out that I wasn't, how was it put? I was scared of old pains by moving forward and allowing new love in. And in that meaning, I have cleaned my life out, cleansed it with the love of God. He has shown me the things I deserved. And there's this new chapter in my life opening, and I don't know what's on the other side. I only see one moment at a time, one foot at a time. And that's all I need to see. And I should trust that. Um, but moving forward into the unknown and by reflecting into my past, it brought up and triggered that old fear of old pain from loving something new. And in God bringing that statement to me, I just I let it go and realize, God, you are right. I am scared of the new and the unknown that is loving. The new part of my life is loving. The new life you have created for me is of love, something I've never experienced. And I am pulling up old fears and old pains and attaching that to my future. And I have to let that go. I cannot carry the bricks of my past to build my future. I just can't. Now see, I've been under construction with God for some time now, and he's slowly reminding me as I try to pick up those bricks from my past that I need to let them go. And I do. It's, it's a hard conditioning to, to let go, to want to hang on to things of your past, old friends, people, behaviors, eating habits. Um... They are hard to let go, but with the help of God and just asking him, and I ask him every time I get into a struggle, he won't just come in and help. You have to invite him in and surrender. That is the only way God can come in. He will not force himself on you. He will not invade your free will. He created us with free will in hopes that we would ask him now, in a world that has broken us, in this world of broken choices where we have this pride of we can't ask for help because, 
we have to be tough. We have to prove to the world. I have to prove I can do this. I will not ask for help. That's where my pride came from. The very first time I cried out to God for help, I was dying. I remember being, and I was in jail at the time, and I remember being in my cell, and I was dying. And there was nowhere to go and no one to tell because nobody understood this journey on God I was with. Because God was there. God was. Yet I wasn't surrendering fully because I hadn't asked him for help. And in that part of me dying, I kept seeing myself and I kept seeing the reflection of my selfish self. I kept seeing how I had hurt people that had wanted to love me. And I had attacked them and I had hurt them. In self-defense, in my mind, I justified why I had hurt them because I felt like I, like I was defending myself, protecting myself because I was seeing it through a broken lens, the brokenness that I had been broken with, the abuse that I had been broken with. I now was reflecting out to the world to people who just wanted to care about me. And I saw that and it killed me. It killed me that I finally felt this hurt. I was feeling how I had hurt other people and I had never felt that before. And it was killing me that I had done this. I had been that person and I may never have an opportunity to for, to ask them for to forgive to ask them for forgiveness to tell them how wrong I was to tell them how sorry I was and please forgive me but I couldn't ask that at the time I just simply had to die on the inside and when I look back at that moment that was my old broken self dying I had finally saw who I had become through my brokenness and I no longer could live that way. Now that I saw it, now that I felt it, it had to die, it had to go. And I had to let it go to God. And it was in that, that moment of just deep sorrow and pain, like I couldn't, I couldn't even lift my arms up. I screamed for God, God, please help me. I remember writing that on the wall. God, please help me. Help me. I'm so broken. Please help me. And I didn't realize at the time he was helping me. See, he loved me so much. His love was pushing out that old broken part of me. That was the only way for it to die was for his love to push that out of my being. And after that, and up to this point, has been time of cleansing. But in that moment, I remember asking God for help. And it was later that night, I went through the worst experience ever. I felt like my soul was vomiting. I I felt pieces and chunks just coming up out of my body even though i wasn't physically vomiting i felt it just coming out of my soul 
And then came like a train through my forehead, a migraine I had never experienced before. And through behind that migraine, behind that intense pain, it just felt like my forehead was splitting open. And after it was done, I began to see how I saw love backwards. How that I had saw love for my brokenness backwards. I was running to people who were hurtful and running away from people who truly wanted to love me. Because I had been hurt by people who claimed to love me, I had no understanding of what true love, unconditional love was. So when somebody tried to love me, I would attack them because I feared it, because I didn't understand it. There was something wrong. Why aren't you acting like other people I know? Why aren't you telling me what to do? I don't understand this. Just tell me what to do. Those were thoughts that went through my mind when I was around people who just let me be me. Because see, a person who unconditionally loves you allows you to be who you are. They don't tell you, do this thing for me and entertain me and do this, do that, make me happy. You are not there for their entertainment. They just want to enjoy who you are in their presence. And that is what unconditional love is. Now, there was something that happened to me yesterday that helped me really understand brokenness and I want to share this with you. Uh, there was a black cat crying out front of my apartment building, terrified, scared, obviously had been abandoned by somebody, uh, maybe somebody in my apartment building. But as I looked at this cat and realized I couldn't leave it outside, uh, my, my heart went out, my human nature heart went out to this cat and I go, I'm going to bring it into my apartment. I'm going to put it in my bathroom and call the pound to come and get it. I can't leave this cat out here outside. Um, mind you, it's 70 degrees where I am at. I picked up this cat and he seemed calm at first, grateful that I picked him up. But as I opened the door to walk into the apartment building, he changed. He started hissing and he clawed me in the chest to get away and he ran. He ran into the laundry room and it took all I could do to grab him enough to put him back outside without attacking me again. Now see, the reason that this cat did that was because he had been broken. He had been in a loving family. He had been in a place where he thought was home, that he thought he had been loved, that he thought he was taken care of. And these people who had had promised him love, who he trusted, had picked him up and tossed him outside like he didn't matter. And now he was broken. And see, that is where I understood that I cannot fix somebody who's broken and nobody could fix me when I was broken. So many of us want to help others out when we're broken or when they're broken. We want to reach out and help them. We want to be in relationships with them. We think we can fix them or they can fix you. But the thing is, when you try to fix 
a broken person or help a broken person, expect them to reflect that brokenness out to you. Just as that cat attacked me out of self-defense, he feared what I might do to him. Maybe I was going to throw him somewhere. Maybe I was going to hurt him. He attacked me out of self-defense. So when we want to help others and we want to reach out and take them in with open arms and, and fix them and be there for them and show them a better way, we just simply can't because they're going to have to fix the broken part in them. And in fixing, that broken part has to come out and it's going to have to come out on someone. Now where my broken part came healed because I let it go to God. I was able to be in a position to understand that only God could love me through this healing because the things I did and the things I said towards God to get these broken things out was anger, hate, and resentment. They were things no human being could possibly take. It would kill them to hear the things that came out of my mouth, even though it wasn't true towards them. I had to say these things. I had to release these things. I had to let go of these broken parts in me. And it was going to come out to somebody. And thankfully, God was there for me. And he took it. And he let it go. And when I was done saying all these things and attacking and this resentment and this anger towards God, all these things from my brokenness of people just tossing me out that promised to love me, that were supposed to love me. And all they did was hurt me from their brokenness. God took that. He took those things that came from other people, that were meant for other people, and he took them and he absorbed them. And afterwards, he wrapped his arms around me and he filled me with his love. No human can do this. We cannot fix each other. We just simply can't. And this is where broken relationships come from. We want to be with somebody and possibly fix them. And we see the better side. We see the potential. We see the possibility. We don't want to accept them for who they are now. We see a potential. And then we go off of that thinking, I can change that person. I can make them into their potential. I can make them in what, what, what I see them as. Because I have done that too. I've seen someone as God created them. And that misled me to not want to see them for who they were. And you get stuck in that relationship as it is because another person is not going to change for your happiness. We are not here to make another person happy. And when you want to change somebody, that is the first thing that should come into your mind. I'm not here to make somebody else happy. Why should they to change for my happiness? So when it comes to wanting to help people and want to fix them, it's all right to want them to see a better life and maybe tell them things that could better their lives. But ultimately, the greatest thing you could do is let them go to God and focus on living your life. And that is what I have been learning. I have been learning that 
I cannot go out and fix people. I can only fix myself and focus on myself. And ultimately, I can't even fix myself. I need God. Just as today, I could have never gotten out of that emotional, mental bondage if I hadn't asked God, because I wouldn't do it for me, but I would do it for Him. So when it comes to helping people, you have to let them go to God and you have to focus on your life. Stay on your road and you keep going forward because see, people will see something in you. They will see God growing in you. They will see you walking away where the light is shining. They will see that light and they will see the growth and they will want it. They will desire it because they will feel drawn to you because they feel God's love through you. See, a lot of people who are drawn to me, are drawn to me because they feel God through me. It has nothing to do with me as a person because me as a person is broken. I am broken. I have hurt, been hurt. I can't make people feel drawn to me. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with God because I have allowed God to tear me down and build me back up, reconstruct me, remold my heart, cleanse my soul so that I am filled with his love. And now as I walk, people feel his love. People feel it through my voice. They feel it when they see me. They feel it in my presence and they want to follow it. They are drawn to it because that is our creator. God is our creator. We are drawn to his love either by hate or by curiosity or by feeling something that's there's something warm in that there's something warm in that person I feel it there's something familiar in that person I am drawn to them that familiar that familiarity is God that is God's love because he is our creator and his love is flowing through that person just as he uses me as a vessel to draw others close to him he is calling you to allow him to put you under construction so that he can rebuild you and use you to draw people closer to him and that is how we help others get close to God we don't go I can fix you I go, God, I am going to walk in the way you want me to walk. I am following your way. And when I follow God's way in living my life and allowing him to remold me and doing the things in his name and his glory and giving him everything, giving him my all and walking his way, people will follow that and they will see what I'm doing by example and they will begin to mimic those things. They will begin to want to create their own relationship with God because if it worked for her, it could work for me. And that is so true. If God could take me, this broken, I was nothing. I was nothing in this world. I took, I took, I was destructive, I was toxic, I was nothing. I couldn't even take care of myself. He took me and remolded me into somebody who could walk in sync with him and the Holy Spirit and understand how much Jesus loved him and why Jesus loved all of us. I get it. I feel that love for other people. I feel the love God has for his children. 
how much they deserve to feel his love. And I want you to feel his love. Allow God to put you under construction and focus on you. Get away from people. Get away from your relationship. Focus on you. Put yourself under construction. Create that relationship with God. Because until you create that intimate relationship with God, you won't know how to have an intimate relationship with another person. He is our creator. He is the only one who can teach us how to love. God is love and he loves you. You are precious in his eyes. He has redeemed you. He is calling you by name. He is in the palm of your hands. All you have to do is surrender and call him into your heart and believe in him and believe you deserve to be loved. I think that was the greatest struggle I had was believing I was worthy of his love. How could somebody like me deserve such a great love? Because God made it possible by sending Jesus. And Jesus made, Jesus made it possible by being crucified on the cross. Because they loved us. God loved us. He wanted us. Jesus did this for us to have a relationship with God right here, right now. Don't waste another minute. Don't waste another day. Do you feel something in you saying, there's more to life than this? Because there is. God is calling you. He is calling your soul to him. He wants you to feel his love. He wants you to learn about his love, to feel his love, to teach you about love. Allow him these things will be the greatest thing you ever did in your life. I'm going to leave you with this closing about a bird feeder I just placed in the tree that I am looking at right now. I absolutely love watching the birds in this tree, the finches pursuing each other as God created them to. There's no brokenness in the birds. There's no brokenness in, in their love for each other and just staying and harmony with the earth but as I look at this bird feeder out there I realized God wanted me to put that out there I'll just say that everything I do is because God asked me to do it so when that was placed up there it was placed up there with God's love and there was nothing greater than God and his love and his holy word and now that this bird feeder is up there and it's unconditional, there's no conditions on coming to eat this food. There's, n there's no trap. There's nobody that's going to get them. It's up in a high place. Nobody can stop them from enjoying this loving food. They get to eat freely. They get to just enjoy it. And as I watch the birds eat freely from this loving bird feeder of endless food, that is how we are once we start consuming God's word, once we start consuming his love. It is endless. It is unconditional. It is never ending. It is overflowing. We can come and go and receive his love and go on loving in the world. Just as these birds will come and eat from this bird feeder and they will go out and pursue each other and find their mate and build their nest and, and raise their family 
and, and, and let the babies go later in the fall. That is their purpose. And God wants us to feed off of his word. It's never ending. It's unconditional. It is satisfying. It is the only thing that will satisfy that void that you have in your soul. Ask God to come into your heart. Give him a chance to show you just how much he loves you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I love you guys. You have a great evening.